This is your Sentinel News Dump for Tuesday, April 2nd, 2019. I'm Sam Sachs. I'm Sam Knight. We are broadcasting out of the Middle East Report studio in Washington, D.C. Check out our website, districtsentinel.com. Here's what happened today. The House Oversight Committee voted to subpoena Trump officials on two separate matters. First, the panel voted to compel the testimony of Carl Klein, ex-White House Director of Personnel Security. This comes the day after the committee revealed that a whistleblower said the White House overturned security clearance request denials for 25 separate Trump administration officials. Then the committee voted to subpoena the Justice and Commerce Departments over a scheme to add a citizenship question to the census. Secretary Wilbur Ross initially claimed the Justice Department told him to add the question. Turned out he was lying. Ross has refused to testify over the matter before Congress while it's being litigated. The Supreme Court is set to hear oral arguments over the citizenship question on April 23rd. Commerce Department officials reportedly told Ross that a citizenship question will depress the response rate, leading to misrepresentation, yet more Republican efforts at disenfranchisement. Yeah, just another reminder that the Commerce Secretary lied to Congress and the courts still hasn't faced much punishment for it. Moving on, the Senate Commerce Committee is looking into the Federal Aviation Administration's safety inspection program, following tips from whistleblowers alleging that the agency's inspectors are poorly trained and have invalid certifications. In a letter to FAA Acting Administrator Daniel Elwell, Commerce Committee Chairman Republican Roger Wicker alleged that some of these uncertified inspectors may have been responsible for approving the Boeing 737 MAX 8 jets, which are now grounded following two crashes that killed 346 people. Wicker asked the FAA to respond to a series of questions related to the whistleblower's claims about uncertified inspectors before April 16th. And they still want to claim anti-airplane is bad. <laughs> 2020 fundraising numbers from the first quarter of this year are in. No surprise, Bernie is winning the money primary. The Sanders campaign said it raised $18.2 million since announcing, and it has $28 million on hand. By comparison, Kamala Harris has raised $12 million. Former South Bend Mayor Pete Buttigieg, did I say that right, has raised $7 million. No word yet from Beto O'Rourke on his total haul, though he conveniently did announce that he raised slightly more than Bernie Sanders in his first 24 hours. Uh, let's see what tons of free MSNBC airtime does for him. Yeah. Also, he had a lot fewer donors, about 100,000 fewer donors than Bernie. Yeah, in the uh, first 24 hours. In terms of average donations this year, Bernie is way below the famous $27 from 2016. The average donation to Sanders is $20. Harris's average donation is $55. Buttigieg has $36 average donation and an impressive number of donors, 158,550. That's slightly behind Harris, who has 218,000 donors. Bernie is leading, though, by a lot with 525,000 donors. That's uh, more than twice of what Harris has, and she is in second. So Bernie is clearly the front runner in the money primary so far. If it was any other candidate other than Bernie pulling in these sort of fundraising numbers and these sort of donor numbers, 
the news media would be going nuts about how they are the front runner, how they are the person to beat. Not so much here. No. Although we did see MSNBC's Casey Hunt tweet, and she's their one of their chief political reporters, that he's the man to beat. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm also quite happy that Joe Biden is not in the race yet, and I hope he doesn't get in the race. Although if he does get in the race, that could make things easier for Bernie, um, because there would be a disgraceful, a disgraceful campaign fundraising email right now, uh, alleging that his opponents are behind attacks against him, uh, related to the Lucy Flores uh, article and how he makes women feel uncomfortable by sniffing their hair. It's pretty appalling. He really just needs to come out and say, I'm sorry, I have made people feel uncomfortable and I you know, should try to do better as a person. And yet every, everyone is making it this fucking hill they want to die on. If yep. Joe Biden sniffs your hair, that's okay. It's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay. Finally today, President Trump might actually shut down the southern border. He reiterated a threat he made last week saying he'd shut down the border if Mexico didn't do more to prevent people from legally seeking asylum in the United States. Speaking to reporters on Tuesday, Trump said that if Mexico or Congress doesn't do something to stem immigration, quote, the border's going to be closed 100%. It's been predicted that the U.S. economy could take a hit to the tune of a billion dollars a day if the border was shut down for commerce. Trump seemed to acknowledge the damage, but claimed that national security is more important than trade. That's your news dump. Consider subscribing over at patreon.com slash district sentinel. Thanks to our sponsors, the Congressional Dish podcast hosted by Jen Briney at congressionaldish.com. Also, the Middle East Report at merip.org. We're back tomorrow. We're in D.C. so you don't have to be.